0: Hey, y'all. It's Brittany and Eric. We are back at it again with a very special episode of our Quibi show, The Nod with Brittany and Eric. This week we have
1: an explosive chat with Candace Diller-Bassett from The Real Housewives of Potomac about all that's in store this season. Sports journalist and host Carrie Champion joins us to talk about a new trend of top college recruits choosing HBCUs. And Brittany will put me on to an iconic music festival from history that we all should know but likely have never heard of. That's all this week.
0: On today's episode, we're talking to everyone's favorite Portland native, rapper Amine. We got him to talk about everything from Waking and Baking to the curiously titled song from his new album that had Twitter going wild.
1: Plus, he opened up to us about what it was like to grow up Black in Portland and how he feels about his city's current struggles. Amine was thoughtful and so much fun. We hope you enjoy this episode.
0: Rapper Amine charmed us with the viral single, Caroline, back in 2016. Oh
2: my god, that's my baby.
0: Caroline, you
2: divine.
0: But with his sophomore album, Limbo, Amine is letting us know that he's growing up.
1: Today, we're talking to him about his new album, how his hometown of Portland, Oregon, is responding to the Black Lives Matter movement, and his new song that's causing quite the storm on Twitter.
0: Stay right there. This is The Nod.
1: Amine was fresh out of college when his debut single, Caroline, went viral. Soon after, his Black Boy Joy vibes landed him on the Billboard Hot 100 in a coveted position on XXL's 2017
0: freshman list. Girl, coulda been your
2: pet, and you be my Remy Born and
0: bred in Portland, Oregon, Amine delivers that Pacific Northwest perkiness. His debut album, Good For You, is bursting with charm, color, absurdity, and his always-present Portland crew.
1: Now, two years after his debut album, Amine has released Limbo, a turn towards a more mature, post-fame version of himself. Amine is in Limbo, and he's here to tell us about it. Amine, welcome to the show,
0: man. So happy to have you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Congratulations on your most recent album, Limbo. How did you approach thinking about and creating this album as the follow-up to Good For You?
2: I just started to think about the word legacy a lot more when Mm. making Limbo, so I wanted to make something that wasn't just super current to the times, but more uh, like you can play it 10 years down the line.
0: So talk to us about the title, Limbo. What does that mean?
2: A lot of people thought it was speaking to the times that we're in, because I know that Mm. we're all currently in Limbo, but Mm. I had that title for a good year and a half. For me, I felt like I was stuck between two places, um, just from a young man to adulthood. And I was kind of, uh, yeah, just figuring it out personally.
1: Well, I, I mean, I definitely think, you know, people are connecting with the project. Although I will say the day you dropped Limbo, Twitter had a strong reaction to one track in particular. Yeah, they did. Becky. Mama said. In the track, you talk about you know an interracial relationship with a white girl and kind of the challenges that resulted within your family. Mm. Uh, there were a lot of folks who were kind of bothered by the song. I'm curious,
2: like, did you expect any of the response that you got? Um, I think me, me and my boys all knew that that was gonna happen Twitter immediately went into thinking it was an ode to white women. The story is more so about a black kid growing up in Portland, Oregon that story is is about me in middle school. it completely woke me up to the society of Portland and what it's like growing up there and and how you're looked at. It's my truth. So I didn't really want to like shy away from that, you know?
0: There's a lot going on in Portland right now, just between the uprisings and heavy federal agents, you know, snatching protesters off the streets. I visited Portland before. I got a lot of stares. I didn't understand why. <laughs> well, That's awesome. at I was like, I don't know what's going on. How are you making sense of, and what do you think of what's going on in your city right now?
2: I'm a bit bittersweet on it. And I've said that multiple times, because mm-hmm. as a black person growing up in Portland, Oregon, we never felt welcome. You know, we never felt Mm. like the city catered to us. Portland is seen as a liberal city, but it has so much racism behind it. The feds and the police have so much work to do, but the community of Portland, the Mm. people protesting have a lot of work to do as well. People who are on those front lines are the same people kicking out Black families out of their neighborhoods and gentrifying Mm. the hell out of these neighborhoods. So they'll kick a Black family out, but have a Black Lives Matter sign on their lawn. Yeah. I
1: mean, and it's not just Portland, you know, as many cities across the country that that have to kind of do that work and and reckon with the fact that like this isn't something that just kind of crept up out of nowhere. I want to come back to the album a bit. You know, you you shared how uh, the song Becky was something you you were thinking about in middle school, you know, like the, the subject matter there. Is there a track on the album that you think kind of most captures where you are right now?
2: The track Burden, kind of really shows you where I'm at mentally. I just kind of talk about my friends, my life, what I've been up to. Bury me before I'm a burden. Don't bury me to niggas is certain. When your skin darker, shit gets harder. This a black album, like Sean Carter. My intros for, for my fans, the intros on my albums are like updates of my life. Mm. You know what I mean? But for me, burden is is something that uh I hold dearly to my heart because the, the lyrics "Bury me before I'm a burden" is something I had written in a black book for like two years and I never had a beat to mm. it. And starting off the album saying um, "This a black album." like Sean Carter, that just made me feel um, like it, it really embodied what I was trying to do with the album.
0: Speaking about the album in general, the title, Limbo, the theme of Limbo, it really spoke to us. And so we we decided to come up with a little game that we're gonna play with you called, I'm Too Grown For That. We're gonna throw out some scenarios that might be resonant to you in the, in the space that you're in right now. And you're gonna tell us whether or not you are too grown for that shit. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. First things up, the social media stock. If there's somebody you're interested in, do you do the deep scroll on Instagram? Are you going all the way back to that first pick, or are you too grown for that?
2: No, I'm petty. I'm petty. I'm not too grown for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not.
1: <laughs> you gotta do the research,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, I gotta do the research, man. I gotta know, what, you know what's up.
0: I got another scenario for you, okay? So let's talk a little bit about ghosting. You know, let's say you meet somebody, y'all go on a few dates, you kind of like each other, but then after a while you lose interest and you stop responding, ghosting somebody that you've been out with a couple times. Are you too grown for that?
2: Yes, I'm too grown for that. I, I I was trying to answer it the right way. I wasn't hesitating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm too grown for that. I think I, I think if you've been on a date with somebody multiple times, you need to give them kind of like a, a reason. They're Republican, you know. I'll ghost them, but. <laughs> So
1: last up, the good old tired and true wake and Bake, you know? Are you hitting the blunt or the pipe first thing in the morning, you know, or are you too grown for that?
2: I'm not too grown for that. I'm 26, <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> I am not too grown for that. I ain't got no kids, man. I am chilling.
0: I can't tell you how much, you know, we appreciate you coming on the show.
2: Oh, thank you so thank much. You this has been great. Uh, the game was something else, you know? <laughs> So tell me, what should folks be checking
1: out? Where can they find the music? Uh, point, point people in the right direction. Um Yeah, anywhere you look,
2: Amine, <laughs> Apple Music, Spotify, <laughs> Tidal, all of that, Limbo out now. Um, appreciate you guys, man, for real.
0: Okay, so we gotta know. Have you been listening to Limbo? Let us know what you think of the album on Twitter, at The
2: Knot Show.
1: That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time on a new episode of The Knot.